Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to the podcast. I hope everyone is having a great week this week, a great Wednesday. I don't really have a huge life update, which is great to hear because that means that things have really slowed down in my life. Um, I actually just got my Texas plates this morning, which if you've been following the podcast you would know that that has been quite the journey to get to this point. So, feeling good. This morning, I cannot remember what day it is. Today is Monday when I'm recording this. So, so far so good on Monday morning. Mondays is when I work from home, which, again, I've also talked about this, but I'm not a huge work from home fan a lot of the times, but sometimes it's definitely a lifesaver. So I'm excited for this week. The weather is finally sunny outside in Austin, which has been a long time coming. It's been so cloudy and gross out. So morale is high. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little low energy. The coffee hasn't quite hit. So if you can tell that I'm recording this in the morning versus at night like I normally do, sorry about that. But today I'm really excited. Because today we are talking about what the Bible says about eating disorder recovery, recovery in general, and just really finding peace in his word. And I think the title, I I couldn't really figure out what to title this because I don't want it to come off in a way of I'm trying to, you know, put words in God's mouth. Because obviously in the Bible, it doesn't say anything word for word about eating disorder specifically. And so I'm not trying to, you know, pull meaning out of something that it's not meant in that way in the Bible. But I think more so, I just want this episode to provide some peace for someone going through recovery where they can kind of lean on God um, through a lot of his word that I'm going to talk about today. And also in general, I listened to one episode when I was recovering about this because I was just kind of searching for someone to talk about eating disorders within Christianity and kind of how you can have the two coincide and have your faith really pull you out the other side through recovery. But I had a hard time honestly finding an episode that wasn't super triggering (laughs) where they like talked about their recovery and everything and the nitty-gritty details that I wasn't quite ready to hear when I was listening to it. So I just wanted to create an episode that hopefully is not triggering because I'm not going to talk about specifically my eating disorder or recovery or anything like that. If you want to hear my story, you can listen to my other episodes. I talk a lot more in depth and in detail of my recovery and of my eating disorder in general but if you're looking for that in this episode that's not quite what this is um i really want it to just be as unanimously friendly as i can so with all that being said let's get into it so like i said although eating disorders have never directly been mentioned in the bible god still has a lot of verses and stories that we can used to kind of relate and find the same peace and comfort with them as the people did you know and what their the context makes them intended for so again i know that none of these verses are directly talking about eating disorders but i think that the context around them kind of pulls the same meaning where you can find the same comfort and peace in them so 
my favorite verse, we're just going to start out with that, that I use for my recovery was 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, which says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You're not your own. You're bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. And I know that people use this verse when it comes to abstinence. And that's typically where you hear that is respecting your body in that way. And yeah, obviously, that is definitely a way you can look at it. But I think it also relates in the fact that we're meant to take care of our bodies and we're meant to treat them as a temple of God because that's what they are. And that's what he's given us them for is to honor and glorify him. And I love that first because it just made me feel so justified to go through recovery because I was doing it to build a stronger temple for God and and to use it to be able to praise and worship him with everything I did. And when I was in the depths of my eating disorder, I couldn't I couldn't use my body in the same way that he needed me to. And that was something that just really guided me throughout the whole recovery is knowing that I was bought with a price and and God chose me. No one is a mistake. God doesn't make mistakes. Nobody's a mistake. The way that we're made and created was not a mistake. And knowing not only are we not a mistake, but he also bought us with a price, that price being his death on the cross. It's just very liberating to know that I have an importance and I have a purpose on this earth. And although sometimes, you know, a lot of times, especially right now being in my early 20s, I feel very confused on my purpose and I feel like I don't really know what I'm doing or why I'm doing what I'm doing. But just knowing that at the end of the day, our body is a temple that we should honor and glorify him with and knowing that whether we don't feel the purpose or not, that we still have one and he still loves us. It's just, it's so, so comforting to know. That verse also just reminds me that the world is so much bigger than just us. I think our eating disorder really traps us into the mindset of thinking that our world is only as big of as we are and that the focus is all on us and we feel that pressure to look a certain way or to be a certain way. But just knowing that we're a part of something so much bigger and the focus isn't on us, it's great. I, I love thinking of that. I love thinking of how big the world is and how small I am. But knowing that I can still make an impact, it's kind of, you have to find the good balance between it. Knowing that you're not the main subject of the world, but also knowing that you have such a specific and designed purpose in this world that he created you for that is going to create an impact on whoever or whatever it's supposed to create an impact on is so comforting and I know I keep saying the word comforting I'll try to think of another word but I think that's just the main theme that these verses give me is comfort knowing that everything is bigger than I am and I love that I want that i don't want to be the center of the universe because that just creates so much unnecessary pressure and so when you put that on yourself and with my eating disorder specifically i felt that it was all around me that everyone's looking at me everyone was you know i had to look this way i had to eat this because people were watching it's like if you just take that all away if you just say no one's watching me because 
the the world is so big there's no reason for everyone to be watching what I'm doing then it just it really brings you a lot of peace okay the next verse I'm going to talk about is first Samuel 16 7 so this says but the Lord said to Samuel do not look at his appearance or on the height of his stature because I have rejected him for the Lord sees not as a man sees man looks on the outward appearance but the Lord looks on the heart I love that I love knowing that God doesn't look at our outward appearance and I feel like that might be like a duh moment and being like obviously he doesn't care how we look but I feel like just knowing that he said that verbatim where he cares about our inside and what we do for his kingdom and and to bring glory to his kingdom just also really brings me a lot of peace because it just reminds me that yes it is so important to take care of ourselves and look after ourselves again because we're a temple of god and i think those two verses really go hand in hand because on the one hand we take care of ourselves on the other hand our inner well-being and our our who we are as a person goes with that because by having this healthy mindset towards our body and loving our body how god created it it therefore transfers over into us having a good inside and being a good person and having love to give other people because if we don't love ourselves then we we can't give love to others we can't give them that because we don't even have it for ourselves so if we want to be giving and have a purpose that impacts other people we have to first start within ourselves and love ourselves and that's what's what's so important with this now just because i said these couple verses it doesn't mean that you know your eating disorder is gonna magically disappear or your recovery is just gonna like skyrocket from here just because you know i read the bible but what it does mean is that you can find peace in these verses to guide your recovery and learn that God is with you every step of the way. And he's telling you to just take a step back, stop believing the lies that your eating disorder is telling you and start listening to who he says you are. You know, he says that we're beautifully made, we're perfectly and wonderfully made. He made us the way that we are and the way that we're supposed to be. And these experiences, this eating disorder, it is a stepping stone to guide you and it's an experience that can bring you closer to god and i think that my recovery my eating disorder in general it it brought me a lot closer to god because i saw how he created my body and i learned about how he created my body and how he doesn't make mistakes with that and how he created us to take care of ourselves our body has this this intuition just built in that knows how to take care of ourselves we have hunger and thirst cues that know how to take care of ourselves we get tired when we need to rest our body has these cues that god made so that we don't have to worry about it so putting that kind of pressure on ourselves to control that that's just really what it boils down to you know he says to just let go rest and let him take care of us and let him take the control over our life you know it's not giving him control it's just letting go of the illusion that we ever had it in the first place and letting him take the reins as he rightfully should and how comforting is that knowing that we're called to rest and find peace in the lord's presence 
and we don't have to carry our own burdens. I've said this before in an episode, but I just want to say it again because I just feel like it's so good and it's really shaped the way I think that we're always referred to as sheep in the Bible. You know, God's our shepherd and we're his sheep. And sheep are non-weight-bearing animals. They don't carry loads. They don't you know, they're not like pack mules where you put something on their back and they carry it and, and you know, the, the shepherd just kind of watches them. The shepherd takes care of sheep. He guides them where to go. He herds them where they need to be. He feeds them when they need to be fed, gives them water when they need water, gives them shelter when they need shelter. The sheep aren't going and, you know, picking up their food, carrying on their back their whole time, making sure that they ration it. The shepherd takes care of it all. And obviously that's a lot easier said in an analogy than it is in real life because it doesn't feel like that sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't feel like, you know, God's our shepherd and that we don't have to worry about a single thing. We don't have to worry about food, water, shelter, anything. It doesn't always feel like that. But knowing that he created that analogy to show us that we're not meant to carry our own burden. We're meant to give it to him and let him take control over it. So I think... I can't speak for everyone, but at least in my experience with my eating disorder, the main concept that was kind of under it was control, having the illusion that I had control over my life, over what I ate, over how I looked, and just gripping onto it for dear life because I felt like if I lost that sense of control, then I would just be gone. I'd be out of control. And I think that's how a lot of people, at least that I've talked to, have felt with their eating disorder where they they feel out of control but they they're trying to grip onto things and grasp onto things and when they just really crack down and control what they're eating and what they are not eating they kind of have this illusion that maybe they have it all in check and they have it all in line but that's not how we're meant to live we're not meant to live under the illusion of control we're meant to give it to god and let him take control and let him have the reins and guide our life. And ever since I, I mean, this is still a work in progress. I don't want to say like ever since I 100% did it, but ever since I kind of saw that and saw the truth in that, my life has just been so much more peaceful. I have felt just so much more restful and intentional with my time. And again, it's still a work in progress. I have to work on it every single day. But the times that I remind myself and let myself just be present in the moment and let him hold the reins, let him take care of what needs to be taken care of, it just it allows me to actually rest. And my anxiety just kind of subsides and I just am able to be still in his presence. So hopefully you can still find that that comfort and just let him hold you and 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 guide you to what's next okay you guys that is all i have for today's episode i hope you guys enjoyed and feel free to shoot me a dm on instagram at disordered podcast with two t's i love you guys i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye